It's time for Tuesday Terror, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Mystery began with the vision of a drowning woman, which brought occult detective Dr. Xander Crow to the strange town of Wormwood, where he unraveled an ancient conspiracy and discovered a lost object of unimaginable power. In the months following, evil has besieged the sleepy foothills town, and the last of Wormwood's citizens guard against a growing threat of unspeakable horror. The final hand in a centuries-old game has been dealt. And now, at long last, all answers will stand revealed as destinies meet and fates intertwine in Wormwood Revelation. Chapter 2, written by Tiffany K. Whitney, Rob Allspaw, and David Acampo. your style. That's a brilliant piece of music, Jimmy. Well, Sonny, it's like 80s, but not 80s metal, which is more my... No, it's really good. You should write more stuff like that. It sounds kind of like that Rick Roll guy. You mean Rick Astley? No, it's definitely Rick Roll. I saw it on YouTube. He's some old 80s fogey, but pretty hot in his day. I think his whole gimmick was like sunglasses and Vegas dice or something. Uh... How old are you again? 18. I don't remember you saying... Okay, well, in two months. Same diff. Okay, I'll forget the Rickroll comment then, because your age kind of saves you. You know, I can't believe I picked up the guy from MTV, and I never pick up hitchhikers. I saw you, though, and my friends are so going to flip out when I tell them. My boyfriend loves you. I wish you could go all the way with me, and not to that... Ringworm? It's Wormwood. Ew, what a gross name. Reminds me of fishing. Anyway, you'll have to let me take a picture of you with my cell phone. Sure thing. Why are you going to that Wormwood again? Wormwood. Yeah, like I said, Wormwood. Uh, that's sort of classified. Uh, come on! I'm driving you. Are you filming a new episode or something? Not exactly. It's more like... I don't know. Please. What kind of like a rescue mission? Ooh, a rescue mission? OMG. OMG. Who are you rescuing? To my knowledge, the entire town. The only two people who could have before are gone. And I'm the only one left with the balls to do it. I don't get it. Saving a whole town from, from what? Boredom? I mean, I think all the way out here in the middle of... Nowhere. Nah, more like from a demon... Vampires, werewolves, and impending apocalypse. OMG! You've totally gotta let me help. 
Damn it, Wayne, how many times do I have to tell you? This isn't a game we're playing here. This isn't Red Dawn. I know, Chip, but... No buts about it, Wayne. You keep fooling around, and you're going to get someone hurt or even killed again. What do you mean, again? I didn't mean anything. Do you... Do you think Dale's death was my fault? No, Wayne, I don't think that. Just... Just stop, just stop fooling around. That's enough, Chip. I think Wayne learned his lesson, right, son? Yes, Sheriff. No more Red Dawn on missions. Until the next one. <laughs> Chip, uh, go take a look at the perimeter, okay? Jacob? Henry, you, you two okay here? Yeah, thanks, Sheriff. What the hell were you three doing out here this close to sunset anyway? I thought you were protected in the quarry. Yeah, like anyone ever expected that to actually work. Jacob, we're all okay, all right? Hey. We're all okay? We're all, yeah. Okay, dead girl in another girl's body. What even happened back there? Jake, I, it's not Look, like... look, 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 I don't know what's going on, but we can't stay out here. The vampires will be out soon. I thought we had a plan, Henry. We did, Sheriff. The words I set up in the caves were supposed to hold, but they didn't. It, it, it just happened. I, I just... All right, look, it's all right, Henry. We all do what we can. Look, we're pretty secured back in the station. You guys can come with me. We'll hole up there. Maybe you can set up some more of those ward thingies. And we'll just back it up with some firepower. Does that sound okay? We seem to be out of options. Well, let's do it. Jacob, Harmony? Rachel. Oh, you're right. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. Rachel, Jacob, let's get the object loaded up and let's get the hell out of here. Wayne! Chip! Man up, boys. We're heading back to the station. Are you sure you want to come? This is a dangerous mission, Sonny. I could die. You could die. Die? Come on, Jimmy. You can't die at 16. 16? 17. Sorry. Sometimes my head gets stuck thinking I'm, I'm still 16. It was just such an awesome age. Okay, but you could still die. Yeah, but I want to help. This totally sounds hella cool. And my boyfriend will be so jealous. What's your plan? Well, as you can see, it looks like the military has blocked off the town X-Files style. Huh? Never mind. It's blocked off, okay? Now, there was this one time I got into a mob hideout using a trick that almost worked. Military people are just as dumb as mob guys, and they will have even less fun. So I think it'll work. Ooh, what? All we need is a pizza box. A, a pizza box? Yeah, military guys are dumb. We can convince them that someone in Wormwood ordered a pizza because the pizza place in Wormwood isn't as good as the one in Lionsville, so people order it all the time and pay extra for delivery. I think they'll just... Um, oh. no. That's dumb. We're not doing that. I'm in charge of the operation here, Sonny. It'll work. Uh, no. It's dumb. Military guys might be stupid, but they're not that stupid. I think you have to at least have a high school diploma to enlist. And if these guys are like Marines or whatever... They probably at least went to college. And anyone who's anyone who went to college knows that the pizza delivery guy only works in lame comic books. And what do you suggest then, huh? Have you ever seen Wizard of Oz? Please. You haven't seen X-Files and you're going to ask me that question? Remember the scene where the Tin Man, Scarecrow, and Cowardly Lion have to go save Dorothy from the witch and flying monkeys? Yeah. Well... My dad left all his hunting stuff in the back, 
bless all his camouflage him and my brother took on their last hunting trip. That's why it smells like blood and guts in here. <laughs> OMG. Sonny, I think you just may be a genius. Uh, all right, the kids are settled in and Henry's busy setting up those protective whatever they are. You boys secure the doors? All nailed up, Sheriff. Whew, hammering sure is hard work. Who wants some coffee? Chip, how's the shotgun look? It'll need some cleaning, but it's fine. You got a pair of pliers around here? I need to pull that hairy bastard's tooth from the stock. I couldn't believe the way you dove into that crowd of werewolves like that, Chip. Shooting and swinging the shotgun like it was a club? Wow! What I couldn't believe was how unnecessary it was to even dive in. What the hell were you thinking, Chip? We had good cover. You, you lecture Wayne about fooling around, but you were acting pretty rash back there. Here we go again. Oh, now what's that supposed to mean? Nothing, Tom. I'm tired and not in the mood for a lecture. What do you want to hear? Yes, we had good cover, but I wanted to mix it up with those hairy abominations. Because you won't let me go after the cause of the problem itself. Lynette is not the cause of this problem, and I won't let you use whatever mistakes she's made as an outlet for your revenge fantasies. Jesus Christ, Tom, you know she's involved. You've seen it with your own eyes. She's at the center of all of this, but somehow I keep letting you hamstring me. We haven't even looked for her in the last three months. Any bloodshed in this town is on your hands, Sheriff. Look, this is my township. Any bloodshed is always on my hands. And I'm damn well aware of that. Look, I, I told you that we were going to do things my way, and you agreed to it. And you promised to take care of the, the infection spreading through this town. And it all starts with your wife. Look, she's not this evil mastermind you're making her out to be. Then who is, Tom? There is no one else. The demon in the library? How long did she keep it chained down there? It's been there since we were teenagers, Tom. How long has her family been involved with the library? Since the town was founded? Since we were kids, Chip. Like you said, she didn't bring the evil to Wormwood, so we can't treat her like she did just because... Well, just because she's gotten over her head. Dang it, Tom! I thought we fracking went over this when you fired me. For six months, we run down every lead but the most basic one. Lynette! Oh, sure, Wayne. Take your cousin's side. That's about what I'd expect. You've made your feelings about Lynette very clear. Tom, that's not true, and you know it. Do you remember when Irene got really sick off that African coffee I bought off the internet? Lynette stayed with her. Lynette stayed with her the entire day and took care of her. And all the homemade meals she brought to us here at the station? Tom, she married one of the finest men I know. How could I not like her? Then why, Wayne? Why are you so angry? Because she fooled me too, Tom. Oh, I... I know. It's okay to be mad, Tom. She fooled us all. I don't want it to be her, but there's just no one else. Look, I, I just can't believe that... I, I, I just can't... I don't want to alarm anyone, but we have a slight problem. What, perimeter breach? No. We are out of coffee! Look in the cabinet under the fridge. There should be some Folgers Instant there. Oh my god, Instant? Well, I guess Instant still qualifies as coffee. I think. 
Damn you werewolves! Damn you vampires! Damn you all right back to the underworld! I think you'll live, Wayne. Tom, look, I know this isn't an easy thing to talk about, but we really need to act. We need a plan. What, for Lynette? Look, what do you want me to do, Chip? Just go and put a, a stake in her heart? No, Tom, just hear me out. I've been doing a lot of thinking about Wormwood and its citizens for the last six months, and some things are falling into place. Like what? What if I told you I think you might be right? I think Lynette may not be completely at fault. Like you said, this goes back well before her. She's at the center of it all, yes, but she may not be acting of her own free will. What do you mean, Chip? Are you saying she's possessed, like that girl Wendy? If she had been possessed, she would have been dead a long time ago. Host bodies burn out pretty quickly. No, what I'm suggesting is that she may have been influenced, and we don't know to what extent. Remember how you told me that right after high school, you and Lynette left town for Corvallis? Yeah, yeah, we both got accepted to Oregon State. What did she major in there? Library studies. Why? The Lynette I knew back in high school wanted to be a writer. She didn't even like going to the library. I remember talking with her about it once. We had an English class in 11th grade, and we had to go there to research a paper. She was very nervous and agitated to go anywhere near the library. Don't you remember, Tom? I... I wow, you know, I, I can't believe I forgot that. She hated that place. It always creeped her out, but she never told me why. Didn't it seem odd that she would take library studies as a major? Well, she told me that she didn't need a class to tell her how to write, but that... She did need some sort of marketable skill for after college in case my football career didn't pan out, which it didn't. But why the library? Well, I, I remember that, well, after Christmas break our senior year, she was suddenly okay with the library. I, I was wrapped up in my own world with the football team, and I, I guess I just assumed that she got over her childhood fears. The library was in her family for a long time. I, I guess it just all made sense. I never, I, I never really thought about it. As soon as we moved back here, it, it seemed like a job waiting for her at the library. The timing was really odd. I remember both of us seemed to have jobs waiting for us. Sheriff Carlisle's longtime deputy, Mark Jennings, moved on about a week after we got back. That was, what, that was why I got the job. Why did Mr. Grunaway hire Lynette? He never had an assistant before that. Well, Grunaway was Lynette's uncle or, or great-uncle or something. Uh, family. He got sick. The pancreatic cancer, I think. He lasted about a year. He'd never taken a day off. But, but I remember talking with him about it one day. I went to the library to pick up Lynette for lunch and asked how he was doing. Well, he, she told me that he was doing better that day. She said he'd always almost done training his replacement. I asked him how much training Lynette needed, you know, since she had a degree already. And when he looked it over Lynette with such a fondness, I was touched. I was so proud of her at that moment. He told me I would actually be surprised at how much training the position of head librarian required. He smiled as he said it. It was almost a, a smirk, like someone proud of telling a joke at someone else's expense. Lynette walked over and put her arm around me. We went to lunch, and eventually I just shrugged it off. Like I've shrugged off so many things. You just forgot all about it. Well, that was also the day Lynette told me that she was pregnant. It was her last pregnancy. This one was the, the longest one she carried. Almost six months to the day, but she miscarried in the library. I'm sorry, Tom. I, I didn't know. No, you couldn't have known. Tom, I don't think it was a coincidence that you both moved back here and had jobs, careers waiting for you. I think things were planned, laid out for you. 
It wouldn't surprise me to find out that Deputy Jennings was somehow killed within a year of his moving out of Wormwood. What, so we're all just pawns in what, some sort of big conspiracy? I, I don't know. But when I was with the SNSA, we studied these things. Demons, worlds beyond our own. We usually only dealt with low-level manifestations, but we'd occasionally catch whispers floating out from the dark corners that people overlook. I'm telling you, there is an intelligence out there, alien and well beyond anything we're capable of understanding. So if you're asking if we could all be pawns in some sick game, yeah, I damn well think we could be. Oh, Jesus, tap dancing Christ. I really don't know, Tom but I would like to know what changed Lynette's mind about the library. Anything coming back to you? Well, not about that, but, well, there was something else. Something that always gnawed at me, just another thing I shrugged off. It was the summer of our junior year of college, right, right before I tore up my knee. Well, she got a phone call from her father, which wasn't new. They were always calling her and upsetting her. But she had to come right home right away. A family emergency. She took the car and drove home while I stayed for summer practice. I remember that for what happened next. What happened? Oh, I was stupid and didn't watch my blind side. My left tackle slipped, rolled in the knee, and pinned it. Tore my knee to hell and back. Broke the femur near the knee joint. Coach said I was lucky to be alive. Wow, Tom. I knew you'd gotten hurt in college, but I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, the doctors put my chance of walking again at 20%. Never mind playing football. I lay there in the hospital bed feeling sorry for myself. The pain from the surgery was still fresh. My knee felt four times the size it should have been. I had enough morphine to knock out an elephant, and all I could think of was what my life would be now that I couldn't play football. And then I heard her sniffle. Lynette was curled up in a chair near my bed. I hadn't, I hadn't even heard her walk in. I could tell that she'd been crying. Her, her nose was red and tears streaked her face. She looked at me and saw the pain in my face, and she turned away and she started crying again. I, I told her it was, it was okay, that we would figure things out. It was more important things to worry about than football. She looked at me and tried to smile, and then she apologized to me. She, she said she was sorry I had to sacrifice everything. I, I told her I, I didn't understand, but then my knee flared up and I, I passed out. I never talked with Lynette about that night. I guess I'd always been afraid of what she might say to it. Tom, that might be where it happened. That might be where they were able to start influencing Lynette. But in order for us to finish what has been started here... We need to find out for sure. We need to talk with Lynette. I know, Chip. I've been putting this off for too long. I need to have a long talk with my wife. God, this sucks. What do we do to get assigned to this again? I think we're the good ones, actually. That's why we got assigned. I got too much special training to be standing in the middle of nowhere, doing nothing, man. Supposedly there's werewolves. We might see one. That's kid stuff, man. Kid stuff. It's just a rumor anyway. I don't care who you heard it from. There ain't no werewolves out in freaking nowhere. And if there were, we're not seeing them here. Halt! Hey there! Stop! I'm sorry, sir, but this area's been closed off. Health quarantine. 10-4, good buddy. Well aware of that. We just got a sign out here as, uh, 
Special reinforcements. Uh-huh. Name and department, then? First Lieutenant Details. We're part of an elite task force, monstrous extraterrestrial analysis, and a laser-based termination. We're called... Metal. Never heard of it. Exactly, because if you had, we wouldn't be here now, would we? Uh, no. Because you'd be out there doing something more important, like saving goddamn lives. This unit is integral to the whole Wormwood operation. My cohort and I, uh, Lieutenant uh, Hetfield, are here to offer our expertise on the situation as it unfolds and also to fend off the beasties. Hi! And where are your bars, Lieutenant? Uh, uh, ripped off by werewolves uh, on the way up here. Had to shoot them with silver bullets out of old Betsy here. Have you not been briefed on anything, Private? Is that a hunting rifle? Military issue doesn't take or get as far a trajectory with these special silver bullets like old Betsy does. I've got special clearance on her. Special clearance. You know, like, highly classified and important. Get them out of the vehicle, Torres. I don't know who they are, but they clearly know something. Take them back to base for questioning. Out of the car! Sonny, gun it! What? Gun it! Oh. OMG, Jimmy, what are you doing? It's okay, it's okay. I've got this. Oh, oh, you have a, a dead hand in your pocket? It's a hand of glory. I knew I shouldn't have picked up a hitchhiker. You're a sicko. You don't understand. It's a magic hand. What are you doing? No, 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 we gotta go. I'd rather take my chances with those meatheads. At least they're not all, like, twisted Hollywood skeezer types. Besides... <laughs> Torres was kind of cute, so. Ah! No! Come on, Hand. Do your thing. Get me into town. Too late, boy. I got him. Don't let the kid get away. Thank you, Han. Hey, wait a minute. That old trail that leads into town goes right through here. Yes, I'm so gonna make it. I don't think so, boy. Aw, oh, crap. What are you, vampire? What gave me away? You're in woods, you're not covered in fur, and you're like pastier than Sparrow, and she's pretty pasty. Interesting artifact you've got there, boy. Tell you what. Give it to me, and I'll make it quick. Make what quick? Your death. I'm a little hungry. We've been forced to feed on squirrels because of the master. Vampire! You killed my kin! Hardly. Not that you pose any threat to my kind, little puppy. I am so writing a song about that. Vampires and werewolves fighting? It's totally metal. Speaking of metal... Where are they, son? Where are the wolves? Uh, right over there, but there's a vampire, too. Even better. All evil will taste the holy steel of the Vatican. You'd better make your way to the church, friend. Sister George will take care of you. There is only safety in the house of the Lord. Yeah, I'll take my chances with this, thanks. The hand of glory. Where did you... Hold, vile creatures of Satan! Prepare to meet the one true God! 
There's the old oak, the one where Suicide's got hung himself. That means the trail picks up right over here. Yeah! Rock on! Yeah! Home sweet home! Hello, Wormwood. Well, well, well. Now there's a face I never thought I'd be glad to see. Sparrow! Dr. Crow! OMG! What? I mean, holy crap! I can't believe you guys came back! Yes, I can't quite believe it myself. It's like the gang's getting it back together. I can't believe it. How'd you guys get in? Sparrow totally works some kind of mojo thing, right? No, no, quite the opposite, actually. We just drove in past the barricades. What? Why, but... Well, anyway, that's just awesome. Me, I had this totally great adventure, and all thanks to this. The Hand of Glory! Totally got me inside town. This thing rocks hardcore. Jimmy, I do hate to burst your bubble. Actually, that's not true. I think I'll enjoy this quite a lot. But truth be told, the enchantment on the hand has been broken. Mind if I take a look at it? Yeah, sure. As I thought, it's just a preserved hand, Jimmy. There's no magic left in it at all. What? It's about as helpful as a stone. You threw it away? That was the freaking hand of glory! It's really of no use to us. Come along, then. We're about to meet up with Special Agent Wojtek. I think he'll be amused to learn that his security was breached by a buffoon. Are you serious? Have buffoons invaded Wormwood now, too? Aw, man! Yes, Jimmy, I take it back. I did miss you. You called for me. I summoned you quite some time ago. Why has it taken you so long to attend to me? I got here as quickly as I could, my lord, a Adromalek. It's not going well in town. The vampires are slipping from your control, and it's not safe for any human to walk the streets at night. <laughs> your name doesn't go as far as it used to, I think. You dare... You're stuck down here in a freezer, my lord. Thanks to this imperfect vessel, you prepared for me. And for some reason, the Guardian and the object continue to elude us. Some reason, eh? That reason is precisely why I have summoned you here. Some reason is your husband. He's become quite the fly in our ointment, hasn't he? Why have you not eliminated him? That was never part of the deal, my lord. His little band of soldiers is complicating things. He was entertaining at first a plaything. Now I want him gone. I'm not your lackey, Adromalek. If not for me, if not for my plan, where would you be? Hmm? You forget yourself, human. I will kill you just as easily as I would change a pair of socks. You brought a gun. How quaint. You'd kill me so easily. Except you have to stay down here in this freezer so your body doesn't decay. You're here at my whim too, demon. Let's not forget that. You dare to put yourself on level with me. Your entire life is just a blink of my eye. Who performed the ritual to put you in that body, hmm? I did. Who planned this entire sequence of events 20 years ago? Huh. I did. 
And it was my power that allowed you to do these things. <laughs> well, that's the irony of it all, isn't it? Your power wielded by me, a fragile human with an ordinary human weapon that can bleed the sludge from your body. And then where would you be, hmm? How fast are you? How frozen like that demon? Think you can reach me before I riddle you so full of holes that you can do nothing but seep into the cracks that lead right back down to hell? <laughs> By Lucifer's wings, woman, you do have a pair of balls on you. And now that we understand one another, demon, let's sit down and have a chat as equals, hmm? First, let's get something straight. I love Tom Bradley, and my entire family has worked their entire lives to make sure he'll remain by my side as we embrace your new world order. The man is my husband, and I'll deal with him as I see fit. He dies if, and only if, he makes it impossible to proceed. And I make that call. Do we have an understanding? If you spoil this woman, we will both end up back in the pit. And if that happens, I will make sure that you spend every day feeding on your own entrails as minor demons piss into your eye sockets. <laughs> well then, I guess we'll just have to make sure it doesn't come to that, won't we? Revelation is a serialized mystery podcast produced by Habit Forming Films, LLC. The Wormwood cast includes Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy, Rob Grindliger as Sheriff Bradley and Don Marino, Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley, Commander McQueen, and the Wolf Queen, Nicole Brayburn as Deidre Frost and Harmony Barrister, Ben Bootman as Chip Drexel and Bishop Grail, Zachary Folks as Adramalak and Colin Crane, Dave Johnston as Deputy Wayne Drexel, David Acampo as Jacob Kidder, Morgan Walsh as Sister George, Samantha Turk as Henry Howe, Robert W. Allen as Special Agent Elijah Wojtek, Ryan E. James as Miss Ginter, and Joe J. Thomas as Abacus Bressier, Hank Mason, and your announcer. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music composed by Todd Hodges. Audio recording engineered by Greg Wilkinson. The Wormwood writing staff includes Jeremiah Allen, Rob Allspaw, Paul Montgomery, and Tiffany K. Whitney. Executive producers David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Wormwood created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Please visit www.wormwoodshow.com for episode guides, cast and crew information, and other original content. Season 1, The Drowned Woman, Season 2, Crossroads, and Season 3, including Five Fingers of Glory and Portraits, are available online now. 
thank you for listening, and welcome to town. Thank you, man. Well, especially with the... Yeah, 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 I guess so. Thank you, man. <laughs> oh, oh, hand. Oh, hand to glory. Hand to glory. I hate to say it, Rock on! Rock on! You're listening to Tuesday Terrors on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow is our weekly anthology for science fiction and fantasy as Lothar Tuppen brings you Wednesday Wonders. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of amazing audio, or find the Wednesday Wonders feed in your favorite podcast player. And thank you for listening, everybody. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together. <laughs>